Have you ever wondered what foods cause your eczema to flare up? What foods are actually triggering your eczema? But you never really know where to start because there's so many different foods out there. Well, you are not alone. Stay tuned for today's episode and we're going to go over the three steps to discovering your eczema triggers. So here's the big question. How do you heal your eczema for good? How do you get to the point where you're comfortable in your own skin and aren't embarrassed to show it off? How do you stop using creams and medications that only work for a short while and find a long-term solution? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jocelyn Diaz and welcome to the Eczema Free Journey Podcast. Hey everyone, how are you? Um, Today's episode is super, super important because this is something I feel like anyone with eczema has thought about, but kind of gets intimidated by the actual action of it, right? We all know certain foods we eat trigger our eczema, right? But we eat so many different foods. How do we narrow down what is actually causing the problem? And this for a long time, this had me stumped because I was like, man, I, I felt lost, frustrated. I hear that you're not supposed to drink, um, you're not supposed to have dairy, that sugar is a really big trigger, gluten's a really big trigger. But that's in almost everything I eat, just those three things, dairy, gluten, and sugar. So what am I supposed to eat? That's how I felt. I was like, okay, but what do I eat now? And I just remember feeling like defeated because I couldn't even get started. (laughs) The getting started was the hardest part for me. So if you feel this way, don't think you're doing anything wrong. It is intimidating, but I'm here to help you out. All right. So because there are many triggers, we need to start by eliminating the common ones like the dairy the gluten and the sugar all right so that's going to be step number one all right elimination so certain foods have high salicylates msg amines and other eczema triggers and and we need to avoid those to be able to to let our eczema start healing and i can tell you firsthand from the foods that i'm about to tell you and eliminating everything else, I have, my eczema has never been better, and my son's as well, so I am going to, to read a list of foods that are eczema safe, right, stage one, so there, there are two stages, the first one of elimination is pretty much the safest foods you can eat and in the future there's a stage two list that I'll give you and that is food that you can start introducing again to see if they cause you any eczema all right so if you want to get a pen or paper uh, if you want to open your notes section in your phone I'm about to read a list of foods and these are all eczema safe foods that you could start eating now (laughs) all right so are you ready here we go we're going to start in the fruits section 
bananas, papaya, pears. Those are the eczema safe fruits for right now. We got to keep it simple. And, and these are the three to go with. Vegetables and herbs. Fresh beets. Brussels sprouts. Red or white cabbage. Carrots. Celery. Chives. Garlic. Green beans. Green onions. Leeks. Lettuce. Iceberg lettuce. Romaine. Mung bean sprouts. Fresh only, guys. Parsley. New or white potatoes. Rutabaga and sweet potatoes. All right, next we're going to go to grains, breads, and cereals. We have barley, buckwheat pasta, wheat-free buckwheat pasta, uh, roasted buckwheat, gluten-free bread, gluten-free pasta, basmati rice or brown rice, not jasmine or any other white rice, either basmati or brown rice, spelt sourdough bread. All right, next we're going to go to crackers and biscuits. Puffed brown rice cereal, quinoa grains, rolled oats, preferably wheat-free, guys. Rye crisp bread, whole grain or plain rice crackers, and whole grain plain rice cakes. Next we have baking and flowers. I love this section. Arrowroot flour, baking powder, baking soda, buckwheat flour, citric acid, egg replacer or substitute, gluten-free self-rising flour, rice flour, rye flour. Oh, guys, by the way, the rice, the rice flour is brown. So brown rice flour, rye flour, soy flour, and spelt flour, preferably whole grain. All right, guys, so these that was just the baking and the flowers. And what, the reason I like that section is because that's what you can use to make different things. To make pancakes, to make your own breads, things like that. So that's why I like that one. All right, now we're going to jump into meat and fish. Free-range, organic, or antibiotic-free chicken thighs, um, breasts, or whole. For lamb, you can have French cutlets or lean lamb with the fat trimmed. Fish, you can have sardines, salmon, Canned in spring water or brine, but no flavorings, no oil. You can have trout, rainbow trout, but not frozen. All right, tuna, quality tuna, chunky, canned in spring water or brine. Once again, no oil, olive oil, none of that. Turkey, you can have it uncooked or organic, but not the deli slices. With make sure they have no flavor enhancers, and and you are good in turkey. <laughs> Veal, just make sure it's lean, guys. Not not pre-crumbed. Alright. Non-dairy milk and drinks. Malt-free soy milk. Excuse me, guys. Oat milk, organic rice, organic soy milk. I've been liking cashew milk. That was a find that uh, has really been helping us. Cashew milk. It's, it's literally cashew cashews and water that's all it is um legumes beans seeds and nuts dried beans can be kidney can cannellini excuse my pronunciation um just not fava beans those are the only ones to avoid you can get have canned beans cashews as i just mentioned make sure they're raw and unsalted chickpeas they can be dried or canned red lentils 
dried red lentils, soy lecithin granules, soybeans. They can be fresh or dried. You can have split beans and those can be dried as well. Next, we have oils and fats. Flaxseed oil. But this, try to keep find one that's uh, refrigerated and preferably organic. Flax seeds. Try to get those not pre-ground. So let's keep the whole flax seeds. And rice bran oil. That's the, uh, that's the oil that I'm currently using. And it's awesome. Sweeteners and flavorings. Carob powder. Not to be confused with cocoa powder. Celtic sea salt or any other type of natural sea salt. Dried garlic powder. with Make sure it has no additives or any garlic salt. Dried parsley flakes. Golden syrup is mainly for baking and it's really good. Pure maple syrup. Rice malt syrup. Vanilla bean. Or pure vanilla extract. So guys, if you didn't take me serious when I said that I was going to give you a list of foods to get a pen and paper if you wanted to write it down. There it is. Pen. Uh, I'm sorry, pen and paper. These are the eczema safe foods that you can start with you can start trying these out this is exactly what i did my first step when i started this journey was to figure out my my triggers because i knew something was triggering but i didn't know where so these foods since they are low in salicylates msg amines it it really helped me narrow down and they were noticed there was no dairy nothing came from a cow or a goat or any animal um there was no cheese, nothing like that. And the sugar, the, the fruits were very minimal. There were no added sugars. So, step one, elimination. But that means you need to know what to eat, right? <laughs> so, if I were you, better yet, I was you. When I figured out what foods I could eat, I went to my pantry I went to my fridge, and whatever wasn't on that list, out it went. Now, I understand it's hard to throw away food, but you can also donate food. So if you have things that aren't opened yet, you can donate them so they don't go to waste. If you have things that are open, how serious are you about healing your eczema? It's that simple, guys. I did it, and it hurt to throw away perfectly good food. But if I knew the food could be causing me eczema, and at the same time, you always kind of know that there's certain foods you shouldn't have in your house, but you still do, get rid of them. So I literally went to my pantry, took everything out, and only put the stuff in that was eczema safe. So my whole counter was full of food, and only a few things went back. I'm not going to lie to you. Same with my fridge. Same with my freezer. But... It has benefited, benefited me in so many ways. So you need to take action. You need to go through your kitchen, your pantry, your fridge. And you need to only keep the things that are eczema safe. If you want to see, you know, if you want to see massive results. Because that's how you're going to see massive results, guys. By taking massive action. And that's not keeping the foods that you know aren't good for you. Alright? I know this part's hard. But... If you, my favorite quote right now is uh, Einstein's quote, 
The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Guys, if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same results. If this seems drastic, crazy, oh my God, I've never done this before, that's the, that's, that's the best thing. That means that you need to try this because this is something you've never tried before, right? This is something different. This is the opposite of insanity. This is, this is the route to go. And I'm telling you from experience, I never thought I would be eating the things on this list, but I am. And so is my family. So if you have kids, if you have a husband, if you have just people you care for, um, excuse me, people you care for that you're worried they're not going to eat it, I did it. My son was not eating any vegetables for years. And now he's eating vegetables in every single meal. And it's because I was dedicated and determined. So you can do it too. All right, so guys, step one, elimination. Step two, implementation. Guys, I know the words kind of rhyme. Didn't do it on purpose, but it totally worked out. (laughs) So now that you know what to eat, go get it. Go buy it. I love to go to Whole Foods for this. The first time I went, oh man, I was like a kid in the candy store. I went with the intention of getting the best food that I can get, the cleanest food. If I couldn't read the label, I wasn't getting it. So for things like the the buckwheat pasta, things like that, if I I couldn't understand the ingredients on the label, I wasn't going to get it. And I got lucky and I found a chickpea pasta that was literally chickpea flour. And that's it. It was amazing. So I was going through the store. I got my, my fruits, my veggies. I made sure to go to the meat section. Everything I was getting was organic because I knew that, that that's really the best way, guys. Right? You know if you could afford it you'd get it, right? This always held me back before. Organic is always more expensive. But if you took the expense out of it, what would you choose? Organic or non-organic? If you ask me, I choose organic every time. So we need to start putting our health first because if not, that money's simply going to go somewhere else, right? If you don't use it on groceries, maybe you'll go do your nails. If you don't use it on groceries, maybe you'll buy your kids a toy. And our health is always more important. And I was the one who I'd want to save a dollar or two dollars and get the non-organic brand. Because that's eh, not that bad. Guys, we need to stop lying to ourselves. Because we all know that organic is a better way to go. It's nothing new. We know it, but it's more expensive, so we're hesitant. I get it. I, I was there. I'm telling you, I would literally not get... I, I told the story about green beans in a past podcast episode. And my, I, I, there was green beans, regular and organic green beans. And I looked and I was like, ah, I'll just get the regular ones. You get more and it's less. Like you get more quantity and the price is less. And my husband looks at me, he's like, well, do you ever want to heal your eczema? And I was like, mm, you don't have to be so, you know, upfront and, and harsh about it. But yeah, obviously I do. So, okay, fine. We'll get organic. And ever since that day, everything I get is organic. Every single thing. So, you need to, to ask yourself, is, are you, is this going to be the time where you heal your eczema? Right? Because if so, you need to go to your grocery store, wherever, whatever supermarket it is you like to go to. Whole Foods is mine. And go get all these foods that I just listed to you. 
And man, I remember when I was going through the the checkout and just seeing all those amazing foods, all the colors, and knowing that everything in here is clean and eczema safe and I don't have to worry about, is this going to hurt me, is it not? Like, I was starting from scratch. This was my base. And I felt happy because I knew I was eating cleaner. And guys, the best part, Whole Foods has these like awesome paper bags and I felt so like environmentally friendly. Even though it's probably more environmentally friendly to have taken my own bags, but I didn't think about it, guys. Sorry. So, step two, implementation. Go get what you need to eat. Go buy it. Step three, I like to call this the experiment phase. So, I call it the experiment phase because we're trying things out, right? If you look at something as a failure, you're never going to feel like you're making progress. So, now that you know what foods to eat you've bought the foods now we gotta we gotta start cooking with them and only these foods so that we can get accurate results and the reason i say this is because i did all these eczema safe foods but something that's in these foods was still causing a trigger but because i had a base i could start eliminating things that i kind of felt like were causing me eczema so i'll give you an example one of the things that I'm going to tell you to do is to keep a log, a journal, whatever you want to call it, of your meals and how your eczema feels after. And the reason I say this is because this is what helped me figure out something that was causing me uh, eczema. So after every meal, I would log what I ate and how my eczema felt. And after about two weeks, I noticed at every time after I had Something that I made this alkalizing broth and that would go into different recipes. So every time I made something that had this broth, I'd have some allergies. And I was like, man, but this broth is super clean. It had celery. It had leeks. It had water, some salt. Like It was very clean. But it also had Brussels sprouts. And I also noticed that when I had a salad that had Brussels sprouts in it, I also have my my eczema would also get inflamed. So as I looked at the meals, I realized Brussels sprouts was in every meal. So bye bye Brussels Brussels sprouts. And same thing for garlic. Whatever meal had garlic in it, I was getting irritated. So because I kept a log, I was able to look back and see what was the common denominator in my my foods. And I will say, guys, it can be easy to forget to log. So put this log on your fridge, on your dining room table, wherever you can see it while you're eating. Because if you keep it in your room or on your phone, you can totally forget. You need to keep it it out so it can be easy to see. Right? So you also need to make sure you're really paying attention to your body. You need to listen to your body. Because it has happened to me where I'm having, you know, my face is itchy, but I'm just brushing it off because I'm so used to it. No, we need to stop. We need to listen. So be aware, right? You need to be aware of what you're doing and your body's reaction. That's very important to, to figuring out if, what triggers we have. And I will say, guys, I did begin seeing improvements in my son after two weeks. And for myself, after about three weeks. It took, it's taken longer for me, but it has paid off ten times. 
because I actually know what foods to avoid. And as soon as I add something else, guys, my eczema flares up. I, I know what to avoid. Just by doing, by, by taking these steps, following the food list that I gave you, and and simply following through and keeping it accurate, guys. Super important. Please, 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 if you're going to try this, only do the things on the list that I gave you. Because if you keep adding other stuff that's not on this list, like coffee, you're going to think, you're, you're not going to know, you're not going to have clear results. So, guys, make this the time where you actually stick to the list, follow these ingredients, and and you can really see what eczema what triggers your eczema. This is how you do it, guys. Just follow follow it and take action. Now I know you may be wondering. Okay, cool. I know all these foods, but uh, what do I cook? I need recipes. I'm not one of these people that just puts things together. And I hear you because I was not this. I was the same way. I did not know what to cook once I saw this food list. So, I have something for you. <laughs> I am going to leave a link in the show notes. Or you can go to the egg to, excuse me, theeczemafreejourney.com. And you can get your own meal plan. This meal plan is what I have used firsthand to heal our eczema. And it has meal plans with recipes. That's why I'm mentioning it, guys. There's recipes for every single meal. There's a shopping list for every single meal. So you have a whole week's worth of meals, a shopping list included, and a bunch of other amazing, you know, um, just you have a bunch of resources at your disposal. When you go to theexamafreejourney.com, download your free cookbook, and then you can also get access to the meal plan with all the recipes, the shopping list, and all that good stuff. All right, so I'm also going to leave a link in the show notes so you can go ahead and click on the link and get started right away. Because if you want to see results, you got to take action, guys. So that is it for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed the three steps to discovering your eczema triggers. Just to recap, step one, elimination. Step two, implementation. And step three, experimentation. Ooh, you heard how I did that. <laughs> and guys, if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast and follow me on Instagram at the Eczema Healing Mom. And that is it for today, guys. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Take action so we can all become eczema-free very soon. That's it for today, guys. I will see you on tomorrow's podcast.